Hey everyone, it's Kennedy Hogg from the MCM team. Welcome back to Decked Halls, our annual holiday tradition or celebration. Whatever holiday you celebrate, I hope it includes sharing your love and your obsession with Marvel Champions with your family and friends, just like it does for me. This year for Decked Halls, what I typically do is I go through and I build a deck for each hero in Marvel Champions. And this is probably the last year I'm going to be able to do that before it just becomes unsustainable. So we are still going to build a deck for every hero in Marvel Champions. But what we're going to do is we're going to make reconstructed decks for every Marvel Champions hero. If you played the second edition of Ashes Rise of the Phoenixborn, you might be familiar with what a reconstructed deck is there. In that game, they also have pre-constructed decks, and they have this format called Reconstructed, where you're only allowed to swap so many cards and so many dice and include so many expansions in your reconstructed deck. So I'm going to be setting some limitations for, to myself, Kennedy Hawk, as I reconstruct all of the pre-constructed decks from Marvel Champions. So the, I'm going to have one or two major restrictions. So what we're going to do is we're going to take each pre-constructed deck... And we're going to swap out no more than 10 cards from that deck and replace them with 10 different cards. So that's 10 cards from the 25 cards that the player gets to decide when building a 40-card deck. That means that we're only going to change about 25% of each deck. But hopefully, if you try these decks out and try out the pre-cons, you'll see just how much changing 25% of your deck can do in a game like Marvel Champions. So we're going to be swapping out up to 10 cards. That's the maximum for the core set. I swapped out 10 in each of these decks because the core set has to share a lot of cards and it becomes very difficult. And that leads to the second restriction we're going to do. Across all of these hero decks, I'm going to use one play set of cards. And what that means is if you have bought every expansion that is out there in Marvel Champions, there might be some cards you have more than three of, like you get four of the basic cards in the core sets and some of those are reprinted. All the cards you would have from buying one copy of every expansion, campaign box, and core set is what I'm going to use to build across all of these decks. So what that means is there's only five copies of Nick Fury across all of these hero decks, which can be quite intimidating. So I'm going to make it so that if you wanted to, you could take these decks. If you're normally a person that plays with pre-constructed decks, you could make yourself 20, how many ever heroes there are, 28 new pre-constructed decks and you would have them packaged to be able to build them all at the same time so you have this new spin on Marvel Champions. That being said, these decks aren't going to be super optimized because of that. Obviously, every deck probably wants to run the three basic resources, but they weren't even included in every pack. Not every hero had them, so we're not going to be able to do that in Marvel Champions. Not in these reconstructed decks in the format that I've come up with. And the last thing I'm going to do, I'm never going to swap the aspect. Since I can only remove 10 cards, if I swap the aspect, I basically have to remove all of the aspect cards, sometimes even more. So all these decks are going to be in the aspect they came with from the FFG package. And with that, we're ready to get into this pre-constructed, reconstructed sort of deck halls event. So I'm going to dive in today in this extended episode with five hero decks, a hero deck for each hero in the core set. So we're going to get ready to dash in and look at these five amazing heroes and talk about what cards I removed and why, and then what cards I replaced those with to make my new reconstructed deck. So we will get underway with Black Panther. I really hope people try out these reconstructed decks. This is a really great way to introduce new people to the game. If you want them to try out the game, maybe you buy a friend, a core set, and a couple of hero packs for the holidays. They open it up, they can try it out, and you can say, hey, if you want to try something that's not just the pre-constructed, here's a great deck to try that twists it just a little bit so you can get familiar with the pre-constructed deck and then move on to the reconstructed. Anyway, enough about that. Let's look at Black Panther. 
So all of the core set heroes were assigned an aspect, and what they did to make those decks is they included two copies of every aspect card that came in the core set, and you get three copies in the core set. So there's one extra card there for me to fill around with. It also came with one of each of the allies that were in that aspect, and then it came with one copy of each basic card. So that's one Nick Fury, one Avengers Mansion, one Haymaker, one Tenacity, one Emergency. So these first couple decks are going to be like removing those Haymaker, Tenacity kind of cards for the most part, um, but they'll get more interesting as we go on and on and on and on in Marvel Champions. The other thing is, you might recall, there's five heroes in the Marvel Champions core set. But there's only four aspects. So if you look at the back of your Learn to Play guide, She-Hulk and Iron Man shared the same like 25 cards that they mixed into their deck. So we're going to have to like dig into the other hero packs and pull some cards out early. And we're going to be doing this pulling cards back and forth all throughout the series. But I've got these five hammered out. They're solidified and nothing will be removed from these to fill in the other decks as I go on. My deck building pool is just going to get smaller and smaller and smaller. How I built these decks is I took my entire collection and I resorted it and made it so I only had a playset of the cards or how many of her cards come from all those expansions. So when I'm building my deck, if I go through this box and look for a Nick Fury and he's not there, then I've got to figure out what I'm going to do instead. Because let me tell you, I used a lot of Nick Furies in this corset. So let's move on to Black Panther protection. Like I said I was going to, and then I started battling. So Black Panther came with protection, which means he came with two copies of all those protection cards. What I really like about Black Panther Protection is he has that built-in retaliate, he has that built-in hero healing, so he's got a lot of potential to be a really strong protection character. So what did I remove from the Black Panther Protection deck? I'm not going to read through each character's um, pre-constructed deck in the Corset series, but once I get onto the hero packs that are the short mini-episodes, I'll read through their original pre-constructed deck and then tell you what I'm going to remove. But for now, if you remember the Corset, it was Corset cards. So what do we remove? We removed one copy of Tenacity. I don't think that Tenacity is a very good card, and someone's going to have to bite the bullet and take it eventually, unless there's enough backup cards to not have to use it. But the core set heroes are not those characters. I removed one copy of Mockingbird and one copy of Black Widow. So removing allies, a little dangerous. We are going to have to spread the allies out amongst all these heroes, and there aren't infinite copies of Mockingbird. There's only one copy of Black Widow, first of all, so if you want Black Widow in a different deck and you put it in that first pre-constructed deck, you're out of luck. With Mockingbird, there's actually only six copies across all the expansions that you could have. So it seems like we get Mockingbirds all the time, but in reality, it's fairly limited for how often she gets put into a deck. So I removed Mockingbird. Um, I also removed anything that did healing. So I removed one first aid and then the two copies of Med Team that are embedded in Black Panther's deck. This is because with Vibranium Suit, he's already able to heal himself. He doesn't need that additional healing from those protection cards. I removed two copies of Counterpunch. And then looking at my protection cards, there weren't very many that cost more than two other than the allies, and I had removed one of those. So I removed two copies of Power Protection as well. Now, when I'm building these decks, I don't just, like, remove 10 and then add 10 in. I try to come up with a theory, and my theory for this one is I really wanted to go with that pincushion idea of Black Panther that I've talked about and made decks for before, where I reflect a ton of damage back. And I wanted to do that in this limited card pool. So I remove the two copies of Power Protection and the two copies of Counterpunch. So those are the 10 cards that I removed. Again, I removed Tenacity, Mockingbird, Black Widow, First Aid, two Med Team, two Counterpunch, two Power Protection. So what did I add? Black Panther has these Vibranium resource cards, which are double wild resource cards built into his hero kit. And with the energy, genius, and strength, he's got a ton of resources. So he really likes two-cost cards, even though outside of his upgrades, there aren't a ton within his hero kit itself. So I put in two copies of Energy Barrier, 
I think this helps with his retaliate. It makes him want to take more damage so that he can reflect more of it back. And sure, he can go find those for you because they're upgrades. So I love having energy barrier in this deck. If you don't know, energy barrier is a two-cost upgrade from the Miss Marvel pack when you would take any amount of damage, remove one reflection counter, and prevent one of that damage, and then deal one of that damage to an enemy with three uses. So it's really, really strong. Um, really great card. I included one copy of Electrostatic Armor, which is another protection upgrade. After you defend against an attack, deal one damage to an enemy character. So now when you get attacked, you'll damage from Retaliate, you'll damage from Electrostatic Armor. You might damage from Energy Barrier. That's a little bit crazy. Um, for allies, since I removed two allies, I tried to add two back in. So I added back in a Nova, which is uh, an ally from Miss Marvel's pack. When he, when an enemy initiates an attack against you, you can spend an energy resource to deal one damage to that enemy. And then I brought Brother Voodoo, who I think is a really good fit for Black Panther, because he lets you look at the top five cards of your deck and add an event card to your hand and shuffle your deck, which in Black Panther basically says, go find a Wakanda forever. It's going to be great. Um, so I definitely included him. Other cards that I included, I included two copies of Desperate Defense. We've got this Stout 2 defense, and we want to be defending, but we've also got two attack and two thwart. We don't want to waste those stats. Being a 2-2-2 two, two, two makes you very versatile. So if you exhaust to defend and don't get to ready, yeah, the core set gave us two copies of Indomitable. Having two more, which would be two Desperate Defenses that let us defend and then ready, could be really, really good. We also included two copies of True Grit from Gamora. It's a... Response thwart after your hero defends against an enemy attack, remove threat from the scheme equal to your hero's thwart. Only cost one, which is really, really good. Um, Black Panther has a lot of one-cost cards with all his Wakanda Forever, so he's going to have to get used to paying for things that are one-cost. This kind of replaces the counterpunch in the pre-constructed deck. The pre-constructed deck does the same thing, but it punches the character back for two damage. Here, instead, we pay one, but we get to remove two threat, which I think is a little bit more valuable for Black Panther. The last of our 10 cards that I added, I added a copy of Enhanced Reflexes, and I wish I could have snuck two in here. Um, if, if I could go back, I'd probably remove one more thing and include another copy of this. Enhanced Reflexes is one of those basic upgrades with three uses. Exhaust it and remove one energy counter from it to generate an energy resource. With all of those Wakanda Forevers and like the Nova triggerings and the Trugit triggerings, you have a lot of one-cost cards, but you have those two resource Vibraniums. And a lot of times at the end of a Black Panther game, you could end up overpaying for all those other effects because you're trying to play a one-cost effect, but you only have two resource-cost cards to, to pay for it. Well, this is a way that lets you get the full effectiveness out of those two resource cards. If you play Enhanced Reflexes with your Vibranium, you now have turned the two resources into three. One resource was on the Enhanced Reflexes in the first place. Um, but now you can play a Wakanda forever three turns in a row without worrying about it hitting your hand, and you've fully used that vibranium that was in your hand. So I like that. I like that strategy. I think it works out pretty well. So this is my Black Panther deck. Quickly, I am just going to run through it. I'm not going to read off the Black Panther cards themselves, but I'll read off cards by aspect and then basic. Um, so in protection, we have 16 cards, two armored vest, one brother voodoo, two desperate defense, one electrostatic armor, two energy barrier, two get behind me, two indomitable, one loot cage, one nova, and two true grit. In basic, we have nine cards. We have Avengers Mansion, Emergency, Energy, Enhanced Reflexes, Genius, Haymaker, Helicarrier, Nick Fury, and Strength. And you can see we didn't remove Mansion, Nick Fury, and Helicarrier, and those are very limited cards. So at the end of each episode, I'll give you a stat line. Um, here's some cards that are no longer available in the pool for me, and here are some cards that I'm really worried about and that I'm cutting close on, and there's going to be a ton of them. So as we go through building these decks, we're, card pool is going to shrink and shrink and shrink. 
But I think this is a really fun way to take that Black Panther pre-constructed deck and focus it a little bit more on reflecting damage and defending, but still getting the best use out of Black Panther's versatility. So that is Black Panther Protection, the first Deck Tall's 2021 deck. All right. Next, I jumped into She-Hulk. She-Hulk came with an aggression deck, and this is a deck that I call She-Hulk Smashes. So She-Hulk has a really interesting stat line for a corset character. She has 15 hit points, and we always talk about using hit points as a resource, and I've done this on She-Hulk before. She's like the ultimate character for that with her, what is it, focused rage, exhaust focused rage, take one damage and draw a card. She's literally turning her health into card draw. So let's go forward with that and see what cards in aggression let us sacrifice health to do good things. And the card I came up with was Counterattack. So Counterattack from Black Widow's Kit reads, Hero response, after you take damage from enemy attack, discard Counterattack. Deal an equal amount of damage to that enemy. So let's say Thanos comes at you for 9. Yeah, She-Hulk goes down 9 hit points and she's down to 6 only. But you get to swing back for 9 with Counterattack. And if you have Gamma Slam in your hand, you can hit for another 9 the next turn. So you've just turned that 9 damage that Thanos hit you into... into 18 damage back at Thanos' face. Oh, and you've got a 5 recovery, so you can recover it all without too much worry. So, really excited about this deck. So what did I remove from this She-Hulk aggression deck? I removed two copies of Uppercut, Tack Team, and Relentless Assault. That's kind of scary, because that's like 6 of the aggression cards from the core set just ripped right out of her. That being said, aggression is the aspect that's shared between two heroes in the core set, at least in the back of the pamphlet, in the back of the Learn to Play. So both Iron Man and She-Hulk have to build an aggression deck. So we got to remove cards somewhere. We also removed one copy of Tenacity, one copy of Haymaker, and two copies of Power of Aggression, because I'm going to go really low costing if I can, because we know She-Hulk already has an expensive deck. What I wanted to be able to do was make sure that I can be able to thwart and do a lot of things, but really be able to trigger that counterattack. So I put in three copies of Counterattack, I put in one of my three copies of Endurance, and I put in one extra First Aid. So she goes up to two First Aid, so you can get yourself to that sweet spot so that you can absorb a Counterattack, smash it back into the villain's face. So that's five cards dedicated to Counterattack already. I wanted to be able to do some thwarting, especially if people play this in solo, so I brought two copies of Looking for Trouble, and we were already leaning into preparation, so I brought two copies of Lion Wait. After a minion engages you, discard Lion Wait to deal three damage to that minion. If you can get that into play and then play Looking for Trouble, you can remove three threat and maybe take care of the minion or get it really low so we don't have to worry about it right away, which can be very beneficial. Finally, I included one extra copy of an ally. I put Wasp into my deck, so I didn't remove any allies from She-Hulk's um, baseline deck, so she got to keep Hulk, she got to keep Tigra, and we added Wasp, because you're going to need allies to chump for you while you're looking for that counterattack and getting set up for the villain to be smashed back in the face with this She-Hulk Smashes deck. So definitely try out She-Hulk with counterattack, using her life as a resource, maybe as a damage resource, in a way you haven't before. So let me just read through the cards again here. So we've got 14 aggression cards, two copies of Chase Them Down, two combat training, three counterattack, one Hulk, one Tigra, one Wasp, two Lion Wait, two looking for trouble, and then we've got 11 basic cards. So Adventures Mansion, Emergency Endurance, Energy Genius Strength, two copies of First Aid, Helicarrier, Mockingbird, and Nick Fury. So she kept all the staples in her deck because I had to remove so many aggression cards that since I can only remove 10 cards, I'm a little bit uh, restricted in how much I can remove. I did test this deck out already um, several times against Rhino, just because it's super fun to see Rhino's charge card come up, knowing that you're just going to throw it back at his face, possibly twice with Gamma Slam and Counterattack. Um, so it 
it is really, really enjoyable. So definitely check this deck out. It is on the DB in the links at the bottom of this audio cast or at the bottom of this YouTube video, or you may have come here from the DB where I linked to these things, hopefully, if I arranged all the timestamps at the right moment. But that is She-Hulk Smashes. I hope she has a wonderful holiday smashing some villains. All right. Next, I went on to Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel comes with a pre-constructed leadership deck. So you're taking one of the best heroes in the game and inarguably the best aspect in the game and smashing them together. So obviously, you're going to have a really, really good deck. And it does not disappoint. Captain Marvel's leadership deck in the core set was one of the strongest pre-constructed decks out there because leadership and allies are just so strong. There's a ton of strength in numbers, get six wide Avengers, let Captain Marvel draw 30 cards a turn, go wild leadership decks out there, and you should check them out because they're all amazing. But I wanted to save strength in numbers for a different leadership hero later who might be my favorite hero, TBD. So we're not going to use strength in numbers. We're going to go a little bit different. So what did we remove? We removed Mockingbird, Maria Hill, Hawkeye, Haymaker, Tenacity, Emergency, two lead from the front, and two power of leadership. And what we're going to do is we're going to focus on something a lot of people tried to do in the core set. Vision, the ally, comes in Captain Marvel's pre-constructed deck. Spend a energy resource, choose sword or attack until the end of the phase. Vision gets plus two to the chosen stat. People tried to Voltron Vision like crazy. And it did work. You could put Inspired on Vision and have a ton of fun with it. But now that we have all these extra decks and Carol can basically draw infinite cards there's a new time to try to do a Voltron deck with Captain Marvel. Now remember, this isn't like the most optimized version of a deck, because I could only remove 10 cards and throw 10 cards in, but I made what I thought is a pretty fun deck when I was testing it out. So you're going to keep Carol and all of her cards. You're going to keep some of the staples, like Make the Call and like Get Ready from the core set, but you're really going to lean into the Voltron aspect. So we're going to bring Iron Man, Yondu, Ronin as our three allies that we're going to try to Voltron on top of Vision. Um, so if you don't know what Voltron is, it's in reference to a cartoon show where these little, uh, like, basically Power Ranger Zords, right, would combine to create this, like, super Voltron Zord that would always blow up the bad guys. So you're trying to take your allies, build a bunch of upgrades on them, and let them go wild. So Iron Man gets his upgrades for free. Yondu takes no consequential from attacking. Ronin gets a bonus for the first upgrade attached to him. Um, obviously, Vision, you can pump his stats really high using that energy ability. I also included a copy of White Tiger. Captain Marvel likes to draw cards. White Tiger draws you cards. It, it just kind of makes sense, so we did it. So there's our allies, but we also included some upgrades for these allies, right? We get our two copies of Inspired from the core set, but we went up to three copies of Inspired. I included two Sky Cycles, which attach to an Avengers ally, and they let you exhaust a Sky Cycle to untap the ally, so you can use them twice in a turn. Um, that'll be really good on Yondu, so I included an Honorary Avenger to go on to Yondu. And then we included one Laser Blaster, which goes onto a Guardian ally. So this is only for Yondu, but it's going to give him plus one attack and overkill. So if you get Laser Blaster and Inspired on Yondu, he's now swinging for three with overkill. Um, not the most exciting stat in the world, but exciting enough that it will take some minions down. So we, we kept it there. And then I put one more copy of First Aid into the deck. So that's four copies of First Aid we've used now. Um, but I think First Aid is really important for keeping those Voltron allies healthy so that they can keep damaging without you having to replay the upgrades over and over and over again. So this deck worked out really well. Um, Captain Marvel can obviously pump out to these expensive allies like Yondu and Iron Man no problem. We ended up with 16 leadership cards, so it's two Get Ready, three Inspired, one Iron Man, one Laser Blaster, two Make the Call, one Ronin, two Sky Cycle, one Triskillian, one Vision, one White Tiger, one Yondu, 
And for basic cards, we had our three basic resources, Avengers Mansion, First Aid, Helicarrier, Honorary Avenger, and Nick Fury. Um, two first dates. I didn't say two first dates, but there are two first dates. We added one. So that was our reconstructed deck for Captain Marvel. It's all about pumping up Vision, Ronin, Iron Man, and we removed those allies that don't add into that Vision or not Vision Voltron uh, focus. So there it is. Definitely check it out. There are better ways to build a Voltron deck, I am sure. But when I'm building out of one collection and only changing the pre-constructed decks by 10 cards, this is what I came up with. Definitely on all these deck lists or the YouTube video or wherever you're watching this, leave some comments and let me know what cards you would have removed from the Captain Marvel pre-constructed deck and what cards you would have added in. Because I think everybody can do this concept and it can be a super fun deck building exercise for you. But before we start talking about exercise, that's like a New Year's activity. We're still in the holiday season, so let's keep going through decks and see who is next. All right, next we are going to go into a Spider-Man deck that I think is really fun, and I call it Spider-Man's Flutes. So Spider-Man has a really cool card. He's got a really cool ant, Ant-May. Ant-May reads, exhaust Ant-May, heal four damage from Peter Parker in Alter Ego form. So when you flip down, you can heal four damage. And the next turn, when you start in Alter Ego form, you can heal another four damage. So Ant-May can heal eight damage, basically bringing you from two health to full health, which is insane. That is insane value. So Spider-Man, just like with She-Hulk, we're going to try to use health as a resource in this Justice deck. So Spider-Man came pre-packed with Justice. And there are a lot of weird Justice cards in the core set. There's Surveillance Team, which almost nobody uses. There's Interrogation Room, which only no, almost nobody uses. There's Great Responsibility. There's Heroic Intuition. Even though Spider-Man only has one thwart, it was such a wonky deck. It was really good because Justice is just good. Um, and Spider-Man's good. So you took two good things that didn't necessarily combine well, but they combined okay because they could both stand on their own. So we're going to try to take advantage of Aunt May and the innate defense and healing that Spider-Man has and make a super thwarting deck that's all about sleuthing around for side schemes. So what are we going to remove? We're going to remove a lot of those Justice cards. We're going to get rid of Interrogation Rooms. We're going to get rid of Surveillance Team. And then we're going to get rid of some of the basic suites. So we're going to get rid of Tenacity. Someone's going to have to soak that bullet later. We're going to get rid of Hellcarrier, Emergency, First Aid, Avengers Tower, and Haymaker. So we didn't get rid of our power of justices, and that's because we do keep four justice in our deck, and we want to make sure that we can match the resource type on it. Um, and we also kept Daredevil and Jessica Jones, so we've got four cards that work off of that, and we'll include some more cards that cost more than one from the justice aspect. So what are we going to include? Uh, at least one more card, and I think it actually ends up only being one more card. We're going to include Sonic Rifle. So we're going to want to be able to flip down to Aunt May and heal for that 8 without creating a big problem for ourselves. And the way we can do that is by confusing the villain. So a Sonic Rifle has two uses. We'll get two free flips out of it, and then hopefully we'll cycle our deck and see it again. We are going to be sleuthing, so we're going to have our skilled investigator in here. And we're going to want to make sure that we take full advantage of Aunt May's healing. But we also don't want to be like lingering at one to two points of health all the time. So I'm going to use my second copy of Endurance, which is terrifying. Because we only have three copies of Endurance, and we have used two in the core set. So that is a card I put in almost every deck that is going to be painful after I reach like two heroes from now or something. Alright, so what else are we going to do? We're going to go all in on this healing theme. And since we have two copies of Heroic Intuition, we're also going to include three copies of Making an Entrance. So that's a one-cost event from the Venom pack, Hero Interrupt. When your hero makes a basic thwart, it gets plus two for that thwart. So you're paying one to thwart for two extra. After the thwart ends, if your hero removed all the threat from a scheme that way, heal two damage from your hero. So you're going to be able to maintain hero form a little bit longer before you have to flip down and use Aunt May. We're also going to include one way or another, so we can bring side schemes out that hopefully have lower threat 
than the main scheme, unless we're doing a really good job keeping the main scheme low. Um, but that way we can always use making an entrance to clear whatever scheme comes out. So we can bring a scheme out that's at really a th low threat, use making an entrance to heal ourselves, and get that scheme out of the way for people. You also draw a bunch of cards from having one way or another, so that doesn't hurt Spider-Man either. We have now used all three copies of both making an entrance and one way or another, though, so no other Justice heroes get the advantage of that, which could be very irksome for Black Widow in the future. All right, so we've got nine cards added. We're going to add Great Responsibility, which is a really weird card. Not a lot of people run this card, but I think it actually is a really powerful card. It's a Justice event that costs zero and makes a mental resource. Hero interrupt when any amount of threat would be placed on a scheme. You take it as damage instead. So you can use this when the four auto threat goes on in multiplayer, or if there's two acceleration tokens when six auto threat goes on. Maybe even when there's eight, because you know you're just going to flip down and have it may heal at all. Um, that can be a really good use for this. You can cancel a scheme activation, basically, by just taking it as damage, knowing that next turn you're just going to making an entrance or flip down and have Aunt May take care of it all. So you already get two, because this came in the core set, but we're going to bump that up to three and really use Spider-Man's life as a resource. I tested this deck out. It worked really, really well if you can get your Sonic Rifle down at the right time in solo. Flipping down with Spider-Man in solo can be really painful, so it's good that we have for Justice and he's making it entrances so we can get some threat removed if we end up having to flip without Sonic Rifle confusing the villain. In multiplayer, it worked fabulously. I was using Great Responsibility almost every time I saw it just to turn damage into threat removal and then healing it all up with Aunt May for the most efficient heal in the world. So definitely check this deck out. It's all about sleuthing around and using your health as threat management resources instead of damage control. All right. There is one more hero in the core set, and that is a very irritated Iron Man for Deck Talls 2021. You know why he's so irritated? Because he has to share his card pool with She-Hulk from the core set. How rude. All right. Well, Iron Man has a really interesting deck, um, and we're going to go through a really interesting deck with him here today. So we're going to remove some things that he doesn't necessarily need. We're going to, at this point, I've realized, hey, I only get five copies of Nick Fury, and I only get nine copies of Avengers Mansion. I probably can't put those in every hero ever. So I removed Nick Fury and Avengers Mansion. Also removed Uppercut and Combat Training, because with Iron Man's two thwart and the ability to ready himself, he should never be using his base attack. He should always be thwarting. She-Hulk already took Tigra and Hulk, so Iron Man is very irritated with her. Um, he's still going to get through the holidays okay and watch Iron Man 3 or whatever, but um, we're going to have to remove those from our card pool as well. And then we removed the two copies of Power of Aggression, because at that point we didn't have a lot of aggression cards left that needed it. Um, so what do we add? We said, okay, well, we just removed two wilds, four physical, and three mental resources out of the ten cards we removed. So you probably know where I'm going here. I'm going to my favorite card, Repulsor Blast. Repulsor Blast is an Iron Man's kit. It's a hero action attack. Deal one damage to an enemy and discard the top five cards of your deck. For each printed energy resource discarded this way, deal two additional damage to that enemy. That can be one cost for 11 damage. That's bonkers. So we are going to be adding energy cards back in. Anything that has an energy resource, I'm basically slapping it in this deck. I lost my Tigra and my Hulk, so I had to add in some allies. I added in Spider-Girl and Valkyrie, so we'll see how Spider-Woman and Thor handle that later. We also added in Deft Focus and Martial Prowess. So Martial Prowess is not an energy resource. I ended up adding nine energy resources in, but I really wanted to have the cost reductions for both Supersonic Punch. Um, Deft Focus works with Repulsor Blast, so you can make those attacks free once you're set up in your final form. And since we did keep Relentless Assault, I ended up going to three Relentless Assaults because it provides an energy resource, but we don't have a lot of physical resources to trigger it. So Martial Prowess is going to help us hit that. 
So like I just mentioned, I added the Relentless Assault as well, so that's five of the cards I added. We did remove two Avengers allies, but we replaced those Avengers allies with new Avengers, Spider-Girl and Valkyrie, who we're going to try to get onto the board and use as batteries for Earth's Mightiest Heroes. The idea is we're going to use Relentless Assault and our big attack events as Iron Man to deal damage to the villain and take care of minions, and then you are going to thwart, 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 thwart with your thwart stat. So being able to thwart twice with Arc Reactor for four and making that go to three times by using Earth's Mightiest Heroes and Spider-Girl is only better. And it provides an energy resource for Repulsor Blast, which is our big pew-pew for the holiday season. So at this point, I've got eight cards added, and I decided I didn't put Hand Cannon in because I already removed Combat Training. I really don't plan on attacking. But I do want some extra tech in here, so I put two copies of Plasma Pistol from Venom's Kit. That is a restricted weapon with uses three, exhaust plasma pistol, and remove one counter from it to deal one damage to enemy. And Iron Man, this just reads plus one hand size until you don't need it anymore. And that's my plan with plasma pistol. So we end up with a whopping 18 cards or something like that with energy resources. So we're doing pretty good. Um, not, not doing horrible at all. Or 18 printed energy resources. I can't remember how that works out. Um, but it, it, it looks pretty good um, in the, the card skill icons chart on Marvel CDB. Playing it, I did hit not 11 Repulsor Blast damage very often. I clearly removed 10 cards. I didn't get to remove everything that didn't have an energy resource. But it's still reliably hit for 6 to 9, I guess it was. So, I mean, you're, you're hitting pretty well once you've thinned your deck out, which is just dandy. So, let's run through the decks really quick. We only ended up with 10 aggression cards. We had to be kind of low because there's an extra character with an aggression deck when we don't have that many aggression cards. So it's good that aggression kind of got this kickstart by having extra packs early. For aggression, we've got two copies of Chase Them Down, one Martial Prowess, three Relentless Assaults, one Spider-Girl, one Valkyrie, and two Tack Team, which we left in there for the energy resource and because it works well with his gauntlets to like eliminate things. For basic cards, we ended up with 15. So Deft Focus, three copies of Earth's Mightiest Heroes, Emergency, Energy, First Aid, Genius, Haymaker, Hellcarrier, Mockingbird, all one-ups. Two Plasma Pistol, one Strength, and one Tenacity. Again, I'm reading these really fast because you can find the links in like the little description on your iPhone or below in the YouTube video to go to this deck, make it, and go try it out. If you were to rebuild a Iron Man Aggression deck by removing 10 cards from the pre-con and then adding 10, I would love to hear how you would do it, especially since we had to also build a She-Hulk deck out. This was probably the hardest deck of the five core set decks for me to build. And with that, we've got the five core set heroes done. We have Panther Protection. We have She-Hulk Smashes. We have Carol Barrel Rolls. We have Spider-Man Sleuths and Iron Man Irritated. So let's do a rundown of our deck building restrictions. So remember, we're trying to build all of these decks concurrently, including all of the hero packs and boxes that are out there. So we've used four copies of Chase Them Down out of the seven that you own by owning all the packs. We've used three copies of Mockingbird of the six, four copies of Nick Fury of the five, that's terrifying, three Avengers Mansion of nine, four Hello Carriers of five, also terrifying, three Relentless Assaults of five, Five first eights of aid, five first eights, five first aids of the eight. Tongue twister. Three emergencies out of the four. Not too worried about not having to use that again. Um, two endurances out of three. Uh, two plasma pistols out of three. And here are the cards that have left our card pool to not be seen again. We will no longer get to use Hulk ally, Tigra ally, Brother Voodoo, Luke Cage, Nova, Wasp. Iron Man, Ronin, Vision, White Tiger, Yondu, Daredevil, and Jessica Jones. They are all off having their holiday meals with their families. 
We will also not get to use Counterattack, Earth's Mightiest Heroes, one way or another, or making an entrance. Those were all three ofs, and you only get three in your collection. So we are stuck making the rest of our decks without using those cards, but we have some super fun and exciting decks coming up in the rest of Deck Talls 2021. So be sure to subscribe or like the Marvel Champions Monthly YouTube channel or the podcast feed. We'll be doing audio releases of all these decks as I build them. I'll probably do them in like pairs of hero packs or something like that going forward just to reduce the number of episodes I have to record. But uh, I'm about halfway through building all the decks. I build them, and then I test them with at least three games before I publish them. So I've always tried them before I put them out there. But this has been a super fun deck-building exercise for me. And what my plan is, is to leave these decks pre- or reconstructed for the month of January when I play all my games for stream and talking to one of the podcasts. So you'll hear me talk about these decks next year after the new year. Thanks for tuning in. Have a happy holiday, and stay safe this holiday season.